0: Hello and thank you for tuning in to Mum Talk, hosted by myself, Emma Jolin, Mum to Amandine and Elwood. If you are new here, I share my journey as a mum from pregnancy to life as a mum of 2. Sharing all the highs and all the lows, not only am I joined by incredibly knowledgeable guests, experts in their fields, but also mums and dads sharing their experience of pregnancy and parenthood. As always, you can trust in Mum Talk to be honest, real and informative and provide plenty of nod along and me too moments. Wherever you may be, thank you for listening and being part of today's conversation. Our Cheeky Wipes have been revived for our latest arrival. We love how great they are at getting little squishy bums nice and clean and knowing that we aren't adding piles of disposable wipes to landfill. Talking of squishy bums, as personal fans of cloth nappies, I am so happy that Cheeky Wipes have launched their own range and they are getting rave reviews. Their two-part system is more punami proof than the all-in-one nappies, has better longevity, and they are much better easier to wash and dry. Their super absorbent bamboo nappies are great for overnight and guaranteed leak free. Cheeky Wipes also have you covered with their postpartum bamboo topped maternity pads. These are perfect for the early days of postpartum bleeding. They are less bulky than a disposable with no chemicals, just comfy bamboo cotton next to your delicate bits. Once postpartum bleeding has settled down, their cheeky period pants are a brilliant alternative for disposable pads. They feel like regular pants but have four or five layers of absorbency including a leak-proof layer, a quick rinse or soak and a machine wash on 30 and they're ready to wear again. Cheeky Wipes have us all covered. Head to cheekywipes.com to view their brilliant range. So today on the podcast, I am joined by Siobhan Miller, who is founder of the Positive Birth Company. She has been a guest way, way early on when the podcast first started in what, like 2018? So I am so happy to have her back on the podcast, sharing her incredible knowledge and expertise with us all.
1: Hello, good morning. Hello, thank you so much for having me back. It is like a lifetime ago that I was on the podcast. I remember you were pregnant with your first baby. Yes. And yeah, I think how much our lives have changed in the in the years since. It's it is crazy, yeah. and then
0: of course we did that ride. Event. Yeah, and of course we did that event, didn't we? Back in November, just before COVID happened. Yeah, in Exeter. And in Exeter, yeah. and that was lovely. I'm hoping to do more of those. Fingers crossed. So let's jump into the podcast um, and share with us all about hypnobirthing. So I'll fire off my first question to you. What is
1: hypnobirthing and how does it work? So, hypnobirthing is simply a form of antenatal education. So, it's nothing to do with hippies or hippos (laughs) or being hypnotized. Um, It's simply a form of antenatal education that is evidence based and um, has elements of hypnotherapy in it. Um, So, that's where the word comes from. Mm. But don't let that deter you because it's actually more like a science lesson than it is anything else. How hypnobirthing works is you first of all learn how your body works in labor. So the muscles, the hormones you produce, you have a really good understanding of what your body is capable of doing. And that in itself is quite empowering. A lot of fear about birth comes from the unknown. So actually understanding, I always say knowledge is power, understanding what's going to be happening really helps to alleviate any anxiety. Um, You'll then learn what we call about the hyp—sorry. You'll then learn um, about the hypnobirthing toolkit, which is essentially a bunch of mindfulness techniques, guided meditation, breath work, things that you can use in labor to help you feel calm, relaxed and at ease. Um, Whether you choose to have additional pain relief or the breathing techniques alone see you through, um, obviously completely down to the individual, but either way, um, you know, whether you're having a planned home birth or an unplanned cesarean, Having techniques that help you feel calm and grounded are always beneficial because you'll then be able to be in the headspace to make uh, informed choices. Mm. And then you'll learn about um, how to make those informed decisions. So, a framework to help you make uh, choices and, and when things are changing, um, how to make an induction or a cesarean birth a really positive experience, how to embrace intervention and assistance when it's needed. And finally, you'll learn all about the typical things you learn on an antenatal course. So the benefits of skin to skin, delayed cord clamping, um, what your choices are around the delivery of the placenta, when you should call the midwife and all of that standard stuff. So the guarantee that I can offer you with hypnobirthing is if you're feeling worried and anxious about birth, once you've done a hypnobirthing course, you will feel confident, informed and excited to experience birth and meet your baby.
0: Oh, just listening to that makes me want to go through it again.
1: (laughs) Sorry, that was only a quick answer. It's just so comprehensive. It's hard to kind of sum it up. You you will learn an awful lot and it's incredibly insightful.
0: And the way that you've built your um, your hypnobirthing course is so fantastic that you can watch it with your partner and you can get them involved. It's not just something that us as women have to take on just for ourselves, is it? Because men can, or your partner, whoever that might be, can be so helpful during pregnancy and labour and birth, those birth decisions.
1: Absolutely. So when I sort of teach hypnobirthing classes face-to-face, which I haven't done in a long time thanks to COVID, but... I always used to say, you know, people would often come with their birth partner, but almost it was better for the birth partner to be there than for the expectant parent. Because when you're in labor, you know, really the only thing that you can focus on is your breathing, you know, Mm. to kind of get in the zone and focus on your breathing. Whereas the birth partner has so much to do. They're in charge of setting the scene, ensuring your um, wishes are respected and listened to, advocating for you, supporting you through every single surge or contraction, making sure you're hydrated, you've got snacks. So, yeah, birth partners, you're no longer um, that kind of third wheel in the room, but actually, hopefully, a really active participant and a great source of support. So, yeah, lots to learn for both parties. If you have a really straightforward birth, you know, you go into labor, a few hours later you give birth, mm. maybe you didn't even need to do hypnobirthing. Mm. Actually, when you're going to get the real benefit from having done a course is when things are more challenging, mm. because that's when you're going to rely even more on those tools and techniques that you've learned to help you stay calm and grounded. And you're going to really benefit from knowing what your options are and how to make those informed choices in mm. a calm state of mind. And actually all of those things contribute to reducing the risk of suffering postnatal depression and PTSD because an experience is traumatic because it felt traumatic to you Mm. Um, you know that's what it's not how the baby's born that dictates whether an experience is positive or traumatic Mm. it's how you felt during the experience so I'm a massive believer in if you can remain calm level-headed make decisions embrace intervention when it's needed you can actually navigate what on paper might be quite tricky labor and birth feeling really strong and empowered and capable Mm. equally you might have a very straightforward birth with no intervention and feel traumatized by it because you felt so out of control and overwhelmed during the experience so it really is how you feel in the in the moment that shapes how you feel afterwards and so that's why I think it's so important to do a hypnobirthing course because yeah whether the the birth is straightforward or complex it's going to really be helpful and especially for birth partners as well, it's not unheard of for birth partners to actually feel some level of trauma after, after being a birth partner. If, if the person you love is you know, in pain or um, there's some sort of drama where you feel you don't understand what's happening, you know, it's easy for you to, as a birth partner to feel very worried and very frightened in that moment. But again, having knowledge, understanding what's happening, knowing what to expect, will help you to be a lot more calm and and, um, in a good kind of place mentally um, which is so important because that's what lasts a lifetime you know birth is only one day or one night or maybe a few days if it's a long labor but you know the memories of it you you keep them forever so
0: yeah it has a big impact yeah I couldn't agree more so when's the perfect time to start and do a hypnobirthing course
1: well, it sounds a bit like a cheat, a cheat's answer, but it's true. There isn't actually a right time or a wrong time. You can start a hypnobirthing course as soon as you do your first pregnancy test and find out you're pregnant, um, which is excellent because you're going to start to feel confident about your birth and be able to enjoy your pregnancy without feeling anxious. A lot of people wait till, you know, quite their third trimester and actually, they then do the course and wish they'd done it sooner because they've spent so many weeks and months feeling worried about giving birth. And then suddenly they learn all of this amazing stuff and they're like, oh, I feel really great about birth now. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, doing the course early, if you're thinking of it, I mean, that's brilliant. But equally, it's never too late. If you're listening to this and you're 39 weeks pregnant, you think, oh, I wish I'd done this, you know, wish I'd heard of this before. It's never too late to... Learn more about what your options are. Equip yourself with practical tools that are going to make your birth better. You know, even if you did the course and went into labour that night, it's going to benefit you. So, yeah, there really is no right or wrong time. But um, just on a personal level, I think the sooner you do it, the better, because you can then actually enjoy the rest of your pregnancy. Mm.
0: So how exactly will it support during pregnancy and specifically during labour what are the techniques that we can expect to be learning
1: about? So we call it the hypnobirthing toolkit um, and it's a mixture of guided meditation so I don't know if anyone's familiar with the Headspace app I'm a big fan of Headspace Mm -hmm. essentially those are guided meditations or the Calm app Um, so we use those in hypnobirthing you can either listen to recorded mp3s um, we also provide scripts so your birth partner or another family member might actually read them for you. Um, we have the Freya app. You can use the Freya which is brilliant. app to do guided <laughs> meditations. We also teach um, a lovely breathing technique, which is not just for birth but actually it's a life skill. Um, it's simply breathing in through your nose for a count of four and out through your mouth for a count of eight. If you struggle, to inhale for that long and exhale for that long you can tweak it but just always making sure your exhale is longer than your inhale so it might feel more comfortable to breathe in for three out for six for example but if you do that breathing technique four times over um you will feel calmer it lowers your heart rate it makes sure you're bringing oxygen into your body body rather than holding your breath or hyperventilating and um four cycles of that is how long a surge or contraction typically lasts for when you're in labor so that's all you need to do is in for four out for eight four times over if you kind of focus on that breathing technique each time you experience a surge or a contraction um it will make it a lot more manageable and actually help to break down that labor so instead of it thinking of this one big labor actually breaking it down you have a surge and then you have a little break in between and then you have another one you feel it come on and grow in intensity like a wave peak and then release and using that breathing technique to kind of navigate that is really really helpful mm. and then we also teach um things like light like touch massage which is a lovely technique that you can get your birth partner or friend or family member involved um, and it's less of a kind of deep tissue massage or more of a stroke but it stimulates the nerves in your spine and it helps your body to produce all of these lovely hormones that will help you to feel um, more calm and comfortable
0: Mm. now when kind of postnatally I've spoken to a lot of mums naturally through the podcast and there's this kind of not confusion as such confusion isn't the right word but it's almost a view that you know if if my birth hasn't been in a Um, in a pool and it hasn't been you know um, a vaginal birth and it hasn't all been perfect and fairy lights yada 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 then I haven't had a positive birth but that's just not the case is it?
1: No so that's what I sort of touched on earlier that um, it's a very common misconception that hypnobirthing is for that drug-free intervention-free water birth at home Mm. Um, but actually honestly hypnobirthing is even more beneficial when things get trickier Mm-hmm. um And it is for all births. You can use hypnobirthing techniques at home, in hospital, in theatre, you know, in water, on dry land. You can use hypnobirthing te- techniques. Yeah, any place, any time. Um, so it really is for all births. And like I said, what shapes whether an experience is positive is how the mother felt during that experience. So mm-hmm. if she felt calm, in control, respected, you know, was able to make informed decisions, then that can be a very empowering experience whereas if she felt panicked and out of control and didn't know what was happening and frightened then obviously that can lead to quite a a traumatic experience Mm. so it isn't about the intervention or or the lack of intervention or how the baby actually comes out into the world that doesn't make it positive or or negative it's how you felt and so hypnobirthing will give you the tools and technique and, and knowledge essentially that you can ensure you're having a positive experience wherever you give birth so um and we receive positive birth stories every single day loads and loads of them such an absolute privilege but in our private communities we share them on our blog on our instagram and you only need to go there to see kind of the full spectrum of of births from you know planned home births, unplanned car births, <laughs> unplanned cesareans, uh, planned elective cesareans, you know, all different types of births, all different stories, um, but all of them really positive, empowering and magical in their own right. So yeah, hopefully that kind of um puts your mind at, at rest that it's very possible to have a wonderful birth, um, even if you're having intervention that you hadn't hoped for.
0: And I really believe that the techniques that we learn in hypnobirthing actually set us up really well for early motherhood as well. Because I think, especially in my um, experience, I felt more with Elwood actually than Amaldine, but I found it quite easy to get overwhelmed by it all. And actually just even the breathing techniques that we learn in hypnobirthing, the mindset that we learn in hypnobirthing, just coming back into yourself where it's so easy to be drawn out especially kind of when you've had one two three children and you're looking after others as well as your newborn I think it really helps us to in in early motherhood
1: absolutely they always say their life skills Mm. are the things that you you learn and for me when I did a hypnobirthing course you know all those years ago that was kind of a gateway into mindfulness practice and meditation for me and I have used headspace ever since. you know, kind of really opened my eyes to the benefits of that. So, you know, it might be the same for people listening, they might get, get hooked, but the breathing technique is such a quick go-to, you know, less than 60 seconds and it, it literally lowers your heart rate and helps you to feel calmer and more level headed. Mm -hmm. So when you're feeling overwhelmed and you've got multiple children and you're feeling like strung out and your patience is low, um, just do a few little cycles of that breathing. It'll bring you back into yourself. So yeah it is it's a life skill
0: Mm, it really is so I imagine with your pregnancy you'll be using hypnobirthing
1: (laughs) of course absolutely absolutely and um yeah I mean I feel like I know it because I obviously talk the talk every day but it's been a long time since I've given birth it's been uh, six and a bit years it'll be almost seven years by the time I uh, meet this baby so yeah it's been a while so I do need to actually make sure that I um you know remember everything I mean I think I do but yeah maybe I'll do my own course <laughs> um, teach yourself <laughs> But we are actually updating the Freya app um so that at the minute when you download the Freya app which is like a virtual birth partner mm. it will do all the counting for you for the breathing and it will track your surges and um it's got a number of different meditation scripts that you can listen to um it's my voice on on that app mm. um Maybe not as I sound now. I use my very calming voice on the app. (laughs) You
0: sound very calming now. (laughs)
1: Um, I can't be listening to myself for my whole labour. So um, not solely for that reason, but we are actually currently working on updates where it will enable you to... Um, get your friends or family to actually record their own voice and Amazing. send voice notes and things like that, that you can put onto your playlist essentially. So instead of just having like this one voice, if you don't like my voice, then it's fine. You can use, you can listen to other voices. Fantastic. Um, so that's really exciting because I'm now going to be like, okay, I'm going to use the prayer app for sure because yeah. I think it's brilliant. But yeah, I don't want to be listening to myself for hours. That would be weird. So yeah, I'm going <laughs> to going to be using that new feature
0: (laughs) (laughs) i'm so grateful to you for the freya app honestly i didn't believe i was in labor when i went into labor and how fast things were progressing this is with elwood and um i sent a screenshot of the freya app and my contractions all listed down to the midwife who'd come earlier and given me a sweep and i was like is this right because this seems quite close together but you know i've only been in labor for like 45 minutes literally from zero to 100 And she was like, yes, I'm just going to pop by the hospital and pick up the staff. I'll be right over. (laughs) Second babies
1: can be very quick, can't they? Three
0: hours from start to finish. It was three hours. So thank goodness I was at home because otherwise I think that would have been a little bit tricky.
1: (laughs) Similar happened to me with my second. It was, yeah, two hours, 20 from start to finish. Like no prior warning, just literally started. It can be, and people, you know, wish for a quick labor, but as I'm sure you know, it can be very intense when it's quick because it just ramps up very quickly, doesn't it? Oh, yes, it was. It's different. Whereas my third baby was a much longer labor, but a much more enjoyable labor because I had a lovely, like, slow lead up to it, like, over the night before, in the morning. And, yeah, it was just a lot more gradual and manageable Mm. um, than, like, a really short, intense labor. Mm. So, yeah for people kind of wishing for quick labours it's not it's not always um you know the best
0: no no
1: sometimes having it spread over a longer period of time is actually nicer and more gentle for you but um
0: but it was just funny you can't sense. shape
1: that unfortunately no
0: we can't I was texting my sister in the afternoon and then by I stopped texting her for a while obviously and then by the evening she texts me saying oh you're okay it's like yes we have a baby <laughs> she couldn't quite believe it
1: when I went to the birth center with my so I had my second baby was born at home and my third at the birth center and by that point obviously I already had two children at home and um it had been a nice slow lead up like I said but we when I actually went to the birth center and came home that was just a matter of a few hours so when I came back in the door they were like oh why are you back like why are you back already and I picked up the car seat like done (laughs) check fantastic (laughs)
0: or my husband did say he was like oh you're done in time for dinner that's great (laughs) um this may well be too private of a question and if it is you do not have to answer but Mm. are you um thinking about where you might have your next your little bumble
1: yeah so uh, my choices are quite different now because um I was living in London when the other two um, well I've got three children one first one was born in Bristol and the second two were born in London and so there I had a choice of home a labor ward or the birth center mm. um and so with my third I used the birth center which was brilliant because it was attached to the hospital so I felt like I was there if I needed to um and the reason I felt that way is because with my second I'd had a bleed and had to transfer in from home afterwards right. so it felt like kind of reassuring to know that I was on the site, so I wouldn't need to do a transfer from home mm. but also the birth center was midwife led and it had the birth pool and It was also really lovely. Didn't have to worry about setting anything up at home. Was able Mm. to leave all the children and go to this lovely, calm space. So if I still had that option, I think that's what I would choose. Mm. But unfortunately, I don't have that option now. I'm in Devon. Where I live, it's basically home or labour ward. Um, Really? There is a freestanding birth centre, but it's not. It's further away from me than hospital. Mm. So it doesn't really make any sense to travel Mm. quite far to get to a birth centre which isn't near a hospital. And then if I needed to go to a hospital, I'd have to come back to where I live essentially. Mm. So yeah, just because of those kind of options, it's going to be home or labour ward. So Mm. I'm definitely leaning towards home. Um, I would, yeah, I would love, that would be the dream to have a home birth. But I'm also just staying quite open-minded. You know, I understand that it's a different pregnancy. I'm older than I was before. You know, there's different things, different factors. And so I'm just staying quite open-minded and, um, I mean, also there's a midwife crisis. There might not even be enough midwives to have a home birth, mm. so I've just got to think you know what will be will be, and um as my pregnancy progresses, you know hopefully everything does just stay um you know good um and I can plan for that home birth, but if anything changes, then I know that I'll embrace um the hospital as well. so
0: do you think i will be open
1: minded but home birth would be the ideal?
0: Yes, do you think you'll have the boys there? um
1: that's yeah different I don't know I don't know genuinely don't know I see lots of lovely photos where people have their whole families around Mm. them and like the children are in the pool and it's idyllic and I have kind of from a what from like I don't I'm not against that at all what's the word I'm looking for like from a kind of moral ethical point of view Mm. I think that's wonderful like I'd love for them to be involved I think it's really really good for them to learn about these these things Um, I'm very open with my children about how babies are made how babies are born everything Um, but just knowing my children and their personality types I don't I can't see how it's going to be calm for me (laughs) I can't (laughs) see how the three boys who absolutely love wrestling and they're so loud I just can't see how that's going to be conducive for a nice relaxing space for me so understandable. In theory, <laughs> I would love to have them there, but in reality, I'm like, I think it might be a bit of a nightmare with the three of them—the dog and the cat. So I'm thinking, oh, I'm not sure. I'm not sure. <laughs> so, yeah, haven't thought that far ahead. But I do think it would be an incredibly special experience for them to see their sibling be born, and mm-hmm. obviously, they're at an age—they're at ages where you know they would rem- remember that. So mm-hmm. I think they'll process
0: be, it as well. Because I think there's yeah. a lot of that,
1: isn't there? Yeah, I think they I mean they know so much about birth already. They're probably the most clued up like six and seven year olds uh, um and 15, you know, they can answer anything about birth.
0: Amazing. They're they're like your little mm. your your interns. Yeah. <laughs> um, oh, fantastic. Well, Shawan, thank you so so much for coming on. I really appreciate it. Is there anything else that you'd like to let our listeners know whilst you're here?
1: Um, I suppose it's just that if you are thinking about doing hypnobirthing, um we, as you mentioned before, I'm the founder of Positive Birth Company. We have a whole load of free videos on our YouTube channel, which act as a really good kind of taster introduction to hypnobirthing. So if it is something you're thinking about, um, yeah, if you head over to our YouTube channel, the Positive Birth Company on YouTube, um, then you'll find all of those there. And also reading positive birth stories is such a wonderful thing that you can do in pregnancy. Um, It's not about putting um, blinkers on and just kind of reading about one type of birth and pretending that that things don't, um, you know, sometimes change. Actually reading about all different types of births, but they're all very, very positive. Um, And you can find all of those on our blog, on our website or on our our Instagram page. Mm. Yeah, Really work on getting into a positive mindset because your mind and body are so connected that if you feel positive in your mind, and relaxed and calm naturally your body is going to follow suit and you'll feel relaxed in in your body as well which is exactly what you want when you're going to be birthing a baby
0: thank you so so much Siobhan really appreciate it and speak to you soon
1: yeah thank you so much for having me
0: my pleasure bye
1: bye huge huge
0: thank you to Siobhan for coming on the podcast and sharing her knowledge with us all about hypnobirthing Of course, I'll put the links to The Positive Birth Company in the show notes below the episode, wherever you get your podcast. So do go and check it out if you are looking to um, do hypnobirthing for your birth. Thank you so much for listening. I will catch up with you really soon next week. And if you have a moment, as always, please do review. It really helps or rate wherever you listen to your podcast. I will catch up with you next week. Lots of love. Bye.